Welcome back to the show, everybody. This is the upper tier. Get over there to YouTube and show your support to us. Audio versions of the show, of course, Spotify, uh, Google Podcasts, and Amazon Music. Joining me tonight for a kind of a fun episode, as always, my partner on the show is Darren. How are we, Darren? I'm all right, brother. And how are you on this fine Wednesday evening? Not too bad at all. As anyone who knows the show would know that both myself and yourself could possibly be described as pro wrestling fans, kind of. Absolutely. At a push. And anyone who's a pro wrestling fan, and if you're not a pro wrestling fan, why aren't you? Because it's great fun. But anyone who is a pro wrestling fan would know that this week is a very exciting week in the calendar for pro wrestling fans, where we have one of the big four on the senders on the road to WrestleMania, the Royal Rumble. Um, for any of our viewers who don't know what the Royal Rumble is, basically it's a wrestling pay-per-view. 30 men enter the ring, all numbers drawn individually, and you have to get thrown out and eliminated by getting thrown over the top rope and hitting the floor. And last man standing uh, wins a title match at WrestleMania. So what we said we'd do this week on the upper tier is we said we'd have a look at a list of the 30 hardest men potentially in football and we would do our own Royal Rumble in terms of eliminations down to our final four, which is kind of how this match goes. You get to your final four, and then it's kind of eliminations from there to see who's going to win it. Um, we took the list from the BT Sports list, which has generated a little bit of debate in itself. A um, couple of players missing off that, the likes of John Terry and Rio Ferdinand, to name but a few. And we could probably come up with a few others as well. But it's it's a decent list they've put together, would you agree? It's not bad. There's a couple of, uh, we'll say there's a couple of glaringly obvious mistakes. But listen, I think they've done all right. One thing I will tell you, though, is definitely my favourite wrestling night of the year. Always has been, always will be. It's not WrestleMania, but for me, it's even better. I love the format. I love the nostalgia of seeing the boys coming back. And it's my favourite night of the year, so I am very much looking forward to it, I have to tell you. And it's on on a Saturday night this year. Right. Which is so even I mean, better. It means I don't have to have a, a sleep hangover on Monday morning when I have to get the kids up. Mm, absolutely. But yeah, it is definitely one of the most exciting pay-per-views now. I, I was on a podcast last night with Ian. We were previewing the actual wrestling side of things on the new channel there, Dynamo's Dozen. So head over there and give that a subscribe and check out the videos. Um, but I did mention on that show, one of the glaring things that I find as a pro wrestling fan is the Royal Rumble is the last of the big four that remains untouched and has a history and a legacy that remains similar to this day. Whereas all the others have had, they've gone through changes and they're not quite where they used to be. I used to be very excited about Survivor Series. SummerSlam, as we yeah. know, used to be a huge event. Now it's just one of the other pay-per-views, really, when you think about it. But um, The Survivor Series used to be great yeah. and they killed it. Hmm. There's not enough five-on-five you know, tag team matches and, and single elimination and stuff like that and whittling hmm. it down and Remember for, for years we went through the strange bedfellows where you had two good guys and two bad guys and they couldn't trust each other and it all blow up in their face and this was just gold and now we get now we don't even get the matches now we get just another pay-per-view versus the New Day for the 746,000th time and we still find a way to appreciate it 
we do because New Day and the Usos are right up there, aren't they? Absolutely golden. Anyway, let's get into this football one. Um, anyone who hasn't seen the BT list, I'll run down through the 30 names, first of all, before we get into it. And then we'll discuss how we kind of felt doing it before we get into it. So, of course, it wouldn't be a, a football's hardest man list if it didn't start off with one Vinnie Jones. Uh-huh. So we Vinnie Jones, Big Dunk Duncan Ferguson, El Hadj Juf. Just putting that out there, El Hadj Juf. That's going to create a bit of conversation. Yap Stam, Patrick Vieira, Stuart Psycho Pierce, Diego Costa, David Batty, Nemanda Vidic, Pepe, Wayne Rooney, Terry Butcher. Who doesn't remember Terry Butcher? That bandage over his head, wrenched in blood, would never happen today. Slatan Ibrahimovic, Julian Dix, Mark Noble. Mark Noble. I'm going to do the other side, Noel. Go ahead. We have Scott Brown, yeah. Alfredo Morales. We got Big Sam Allardyce, Joey Barton. If it's not in court, I'm not having any of it. Yeah. Adebayo Akinfenwe. When we talk about Royal Rumbles, this boy could be a wrestler. Absolutely. He's a monster truck. Um, Mikel Antonio, I think he got lost from another list or something. But again, we'll get to that really shortly. Yeah. Don Hartson. Gennaro Gattuso, Roy Keane, Joe Jordan, Thomas Repke. We've got the King, Eric Cantona, Chris Sutton, Diego Simeone, and a man I remember fondly from my youth, Mick Harford. It is a good list, isn't it, really? Yeah, listen, I, I think when you look at a list like that, you want... You want to see a couple of odd balls on it. We've got a couple of them. You want to see a few genuine hard guys on it, you know, and then you want to see where can you kind of break it all down and and find holes in it and stuff like that. And I think the idea of of where we go out from from 30 to 1 is is a good little idea, you know, and it's, it's actually quite tough to do when you're pitting guys against other guys, you know. It kind of starts out fairly easy, doesn't it? You can eliminate maybe the first 10. And yeah. then you're, and then yeah. in the in the second trench of ten, you're thinking who's going to make your final four. So you're trying to position it around that without doing anyone an injustice. Basically, I'll preface this as well by saying in the build up to WrestleMania as well, what we're going to do is we're going to flip the coin here, and what we're going to do is we're going to do a WrestleMania card, but we're going to do it with footballers, which should be interesting. So it's kind of the flip of this. We're going to use we're going to use wrestlers. And we're going to put them in as footballers in a footballing WrestleMania card. So it should be good fun. Excellent. Brock Lesnar playing out the back without a shadow of a doubt in your wrestling He's football be a level. Because he moves like Harry Maguire. <laughs> Absolutely. And kills like Vinnie Jones. <laughs> right. So let's get into this. Give me your give me your first 10 eliminations. Now, if people know anything about this. It's over the top rope. So these are the guys who are out of here generally pretty quick. Yeah, so I suppose the first thing I had to square off was the difference between a hard man and a knacker. Um, and, and I just want to square that off straight away because the first two that are going out, they're not too hard men. They're two sewer rats and two absolute degenerate scumbags. Yeah. Now, with that said, the first man over the top ropes is one Mr. El Hadjouf. Good boy and good riddance, you absolute 
I'll just pause because don't only get the blood pressure up it's a bit early in the El Hodge Juve would be your Santino Morello uh, elimination. One second, boom, straight out, Kane clothesline. He would be closely followed by another degenerate. Um, again, certainly not a hard man, but if you're looking for an absolute piece of shit, look no further than Alfredo Morelos. Alfredo Morelos. Okay. So they're your first two out of the way. They're my first two out of the way. And after that, we're going to go for some genuines, you know. And genuinely, I've no idea why Mikel Antonio's on that list. I really have no idea. Um, is he a hard guy? I don't know. Every time I look at the guy, he's laughing, he's smiling and giggling. Now, mm. maybe he's going out to give a few boys the nut on a Friday evening and I don't know about it. But at the minute, I just think he looks like a great fella and I love the guy. We've spoken about him in the fo- on the show, you know, numerous times. Miguel Antonio, you are going out, brother. And um, okay. he's got closely followed by his West Ham teammate. <laughs> yeah. If if you've got a comb over that good, the chances are you're not gonna have it in a rumble. Yeah. So size, so size, so is potentially everything in this game, isn't it? Soyes is, so leaves it out there. So, Mr. Mark Noble, I'm afraid you are going to have to go. Um, they were the they were the first kind of obvious ones to me. Okay. Uh, you know, after that there was a little bit a little bit of whittling, and as you could you could kind of go through the you could kind of go through the process, and you could almost make an argument for someone to go ahead of someone else. But the way I went was next on my list. Chris Sutton. Okay. Chris wouldn't be what I would describe as a hard man. And he's got, you know, I think he's got a little bit of an ego, maybe, our Chris, but I don't think he's a tough guy. I don't think he lasts very long in this ring. So, Chris, you have left the building. Out of here. You're out of here. From Chris, I'm going to go. Um, I'm going to go to Joey Barton I kind of think Joey's like you know one of those little dogs that makes loads and loads of noise but at the end of the day when another dog puts it up to him they shit all over their own leg that would be my misunderstood yeah, I think Joey's probably got more problems than anything, right? You know, I don't think he's necessarily uh, a, not not necessarily a bad guy, but I think Joey just Joey needs help. Let's say I don't think the Rumble match is going to help him. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. And um, where have we gone next? I have these numbered. Let me just look at me numbers. Um, okay, so next on the list, I have Yapstam. Okay. Uh, now, Yap for me was an absolutely unbelievable footballer at United. I have to say, I know Sir Alex talked about it, and about he was one of the guys who, uh, who maybe he got wrong, and maybe he let let him leave the club a bit too early. You know, uh, he seen him play at Lazio, and he kind of went, oh, "Oh, I've made a big boo boo there." He was a really super footballer. He seemed like a very very nice guy off the pitch. And I absolutely think he was a hard man, but I don't know. I feel like he was a bit wooden or something, you know? Not in this company. 
yeah, I feel like he was a bit, he's a bit stiff. There's a bit about him that that just wouldn't stick with some of the other guys on it. You know what I mean? Yes, Premier clubs out there right now would give their left arm for a yap stand at the back, wouldn't they? Oh my God. When you think about the level of defences these days in the Premier League, you know? Yeah, absolutely. 100%. Um, so after yap, I paid a visit to um, a friend of El Hajj Diouf and Alfredo Morelos's. Yeah? Yeah. Now, that can only be Mr. Shithousery himself, Pepe. Okay. And again, I think he's a wind-up merchant. I think there's a bit of needle there and he's a bit of a nasty piece of shit. I don't necessarily think he'd rough it in the way we assume he would. I Mm. think he's very clever in that he knows who he's having a pop off. You know, I think he looks at him and he goes, I can have a bite out of this guy. It'll make myself look good. And I'll get the name for being a hard man. And I'll never have to back it up. Yeah, he, he's one of those guys that comes across to me. He was very good at starting a row, but rarely front and centre. Absolutely. And that's and that's where that's where I would see him, yeah? Yeah, good show. And so <laughs> the next guy... We're being a little bit harsh on the hammers here. Um, but the next guy on my list is another ex-hammers man. I absolutely 110% think this guy was an absolute headbanger. But I think he was more psychotic than actually tough. Like this guy, I, I imagine, walked around the training ground loafing walls day in, day out. Mm. Because he was a little bit south. Not because, you know, <laughs> anything else. Um, and that's one Thomas Repke. What a mustache! What a he was. He had a few bits going on, didn't he? He always looked filthy, didn't he? He had a couple of bits going on. Yeah. Thomas Repke, he really did. He always um, did. Am I right in saying he always started a match looking like he had just finished one? Yeah, he, he seemed to get a lot more done in the in the warm up than anyone else did. <laughs> yeah, absolutely, good show. Um, from there, this is my last of the original ten, ten that yeah. went out. The first ten, uh, yeah. Yeah, again, not a big guy, a guy I firmly believe could handle himself, but a guy that kind of had that cheeky wink and grin and stuff like that, and you just thought, you know what? I could tickle this guy and he take it. You know what I mean? Mm. Um, and that's big Sam Allardyce. Big Sam going out that early. Big show. Yeah. Yeah. I think big Sam is going out that early. I have to be honest. Um, I've listened to quite a number of stories about Sam. Two things I will tell you. The lads that played from absolutely loved them. Would run through a brick wall from. And I think it was that kind of man management that made, made it possible for Sam to get that kind of performance from the level of player he would have at times, you know? And and he did have a very, very short fuse. But I don't know, if it came to the crunch, Sam just looks like he wants to have a point with you and maybe try and slip your miss the finger while you're not looking. And that's, <laughs> you know, that's, that's kind of it really, isn't it? Jesus. Uh, <laughs> interesting description. Um, I don't, have you seen Big Sam in person? Yeah. 
He's a monster of a man, isn't he? I met him outside Trinity one day and got talking yeah, to him. He's a big unit. He's a big boy. He's a big unit, but he's big and tall. He's a yeah. big guy, like, you know. Um, interesting. Interesting time to start with. A couple of interesting names went out there. I'm not a million miles away from you, so I'll give you my 10. Um, yeah. I, I think I matched you, I think, for eight of them. So that's an interesting one. Not too bad. And we didn't compare notes before we started, which was really good. Yeah, similar thinking here. I think once we start going down the list, then the thinking might change slightly. But the first 10 is kind of, as I said, it's the the easier of the picks. So, of course, I started with El Hadj Juf as well, out of here, Santina Morella style, not even getting a second in the ring. I went second, Mikel Antonio, third, Mark Noble, fourth, Pepe. Fifth, I put Mick Harford in. So you wouldn't have agreed with that. Um, six, I had Thomas Repke. Seven, I had Chris Sutton. Eight, I had Alfredo Morales. Nine, I had Yap Stam. And a ten, I had David Baddy. Okay. Pretty good. Hmm. That is good. I, I don't I don't often pick players as being hard if their forte is a tackle from behind. Because I don't regard a man who hits you from behind as being a hard man. So Great. that was kind of my thinking going through with this as well. So that, yeah. that that was my 10, my first 10 eliminations. And you'll be, yeah, well, yeah, we'll, we won't get too much into it, but, you know, the, the two that, that you didn't have, they're quite promising in my next batch of them. <laughs> <laughs> likewise, likewise. Yeah. yeah. You know? um, right, go on, give us, give us your next 10 then. Right, so, um, yeah, like, again, it started to get a little more difficult now. And I firmly believe you could make, you could make um, a case for, for most of these lads. But um, the, the next one out for me was David Batty. Um, okay. Yeah, I always liked Batty as a player, I have to say. Um, but, you know, I, I kind of he was ripping jerseys and he was, you know, tackling tapping ankles and he was he was dirty, but he wasn't necessarily like tough as nails, you know. Um, and yeah, I kind of feel like kind of feel like you're right on the, you know, if you're if you're two footing from behind, that's that's all you've got in the rucksack. Like you leave your rucksack at the side there, will you? And just you know, use something else. Yeah. Um. I'm going to go, yeah, I, the next guy I put out, I suppose age would have a little bit to do with this. Um, and, and seeing, you know, the, maybe getting the, the, the amount of time that I needed to watch this guy. The next one out for me is Joe Jordan. Okay. Um, but again, like, I know Joe's a hard man, but, I didn't necessarily see as much of it. And I also think that Joe was around in an era when there was a lot of hard men. You know, so mm. it kind of balanced itself out for me. I thought I didn't see him as any more hard than some of the rest of the guys, you know. Um, right. And I, I know this is a moment that's going to upset a few people. Uh, Ian, close your ears now, pal. Yeah. Scott Brown. Scott Brown is my next in line. And 
I like Scott Brown, really, really do. I'm just looking at the list, I'm like, who would I have here ahead of Brown? And I'd have about 15 or 16, if I'm honest, like, you know what I mean? Really? Yeah, yeah. Good show. Yeah, I think so. Um, another, you know, another another guy size is on his side, but that smile and that laugh, they don't fill you with fear, do they? Mm. Maybe, maybe maybe concern, but not fear. But not fear. That can only be our boy Adebayo Akin Fenway. Uh, the man who, if I'm right, and I know I'm right if I mention it, did actually have a trial once for the WWE. Okay, interesting. Did you know that? No, I didn't. I wasn't aware of that. He was at one of their, um, you know, like a performance day. Yeah. He was at one then. And it's something he says he's seriously thinking about for when he hangs the boots up because he's a massive fan. And obviously his his body shape and stuff like that would lend itself to the ring. And mm. um, so so Adebayo, you've gone out now, but you never know, maybe one day we'll actually see it in a Royal Rumble. Potentially, yeah. Adama Traore would make a brilliant wrestler, wouldn't he? Wouldn't he? Yeah. And he'd be, you know who he'd go in with? He could go in as like the bodyguard for like a little, a little, like a Seth Rollins or something, you know? A little heel, a little small heel that needed a bit of muscle with him. I was I was thinking of a tag team partner with Shelton Benjamin. Be quality. Yeah, be quality. Yeah. You know? Bit of power and glory there, but bit of her and jerk. <laughs> That's it. Yeah. And um, next on my list, Wayne Rooney. There you go. You balanced your argument there, then didn't you? That's not too bad. Yeah, you put your boy in there. I listen. I sh- do I think he's tough? Absolutely. You know, I know he comes from a boxing background and stuff like that, and. He's he's from the tough streets of uh, of of Toxted and stuff like that, but yeah, I don't know. I don't think uh, yeah, he, he wouldn't put the shits up me. I have to say now, not as much as some of the other boys would, you know. And mm. um, I'm one of the boys a little later in the list who who was quite prominent on my list. I have a lovely story about to finish off, um, and it may even. It may even kill some of our buzz on this one, but uh, I'll keep that for the end. Yeah, absolutely. And um, next in line, th- th- these were starting to really get tough, you know, because we're down to what have we got? We got one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, 13, 14. We're 15, we're 15 in. Okay. Um, Mick Harford. Uh, Mick. I would have seen him just towards the end of his career um, at Wimbledon and stuff like that. Part of that crazy gang with Joe Kinnear and stuff like that. And obviously went on to be involved in the backroom team and everything. Uh, Mick was a hard man. Liked to throw an L elbow and throw a few shapes and stuff like that. But, you know, um, but again, when I when I look at the list, I just think, you know, it's you're splitting hairs on a number of these lads, you know? Yeah. Um, controversial moment. Patrick Vieira. 
Yeah. Um, I like the guy. I think on the pitch, he was phenomenal. Um, I don't necessarily think when we look at when we look at that tunnel at Highbury, and we had Kane and we had Vieira. Who would your money have been on? Oh, definitely Kane. Definitely Kane. I, I think Patrick Vieira falls into that same mould I spoke about David Batty. A real good tackle from behind, but not necessarily front on. Yeah, I, I kind of think, you know, I was looking at the two dogs in that fight and I was going, do you know what? I'm not a huge Roy Kane fan, but I think Royal do this boy all ends up, if I'm honest. And he won't go hiding about it either, you know? No. He won't do anything sly or he won't, you know. So, yeah, I've gone with uh, I've gone with Vieira. Now, that might be a surprise for some people, especially Arsenal fans who worship the man, you know, um, and, and Palace fans who are probably quite uh, enamoured with him at the minute because he's doing a great job there, isn't he? Yeah. Um, not, not as a hard man, though. No. Not <laughs> In a football sense. <laughs> not as a hard man. Um, yeah, so... Again, not a hard man, but I don't know. I just I look at the list and I just think that's just tougher on it, you know. And um, I'm gonna go John Hartson. That's a huge call. Yeah, I'm gonna go John Hartson, and like I know Big John, like watched him at Luton before he headed off to West Ham and stuff like that. Remember, he brought himself and Paul Kitson in. They basically kept him in the Premier League that year with yeah. the goals and, and stuff like that. But, yeah, I've seen him. He, he definitely has a temporary, John. You know, yeah. A.L. Berkovich will sign up for that one. Yeah. He's definitely he, got he, a temper. He's well capable of hulking up, all right. He absolutely is. But, I don't know, when there's a guy on the ground and you're kicking him in the head, <sighs> is there a touch of the bully boy or the weak side about you where you're going, I see a little weakness here. I'm going to jump all over this. I just, I'd prefer them. I'd prefer to see them let the guy get up off the ground, and then drop him again. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Um. Yeah. No, I, I can see where you're coming from, but I suppose the initial kick on a guy like Goyle Berkovich meant it was lights out. <laughs> yeah, throw off. Yeah, absolutely. Um. I I happen to know for sure that this will go against you. Um. Diego Costa. No. 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 I. I. I would accept Diego Costa as a hard man, um, without a shadow of a doubt, um, and had and another man who could hook up who had a proper streak in him already, um, but yeah, I. I can understand. I'll, I'll preface that by saying I have him down my list a little more, but, um. Not necessarily in the final cut, but you'll have to remain viewing to see. Um, that rounds out your 20, does it? It doesn't. I've one more. Oh, you have one more. I think I've got one more. Three. I do have one more. Yeah. Oh, How's me counting? One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven. I've one more. Okay. Right. Yeah. Um, yeah. I kind of. Do I have him in my top 10 or don't I? And I really, really struggled with this one. Um, and 
if I tell you why I had him where I had him, um, he stitched up a mate of mine, and I wasn't happy with it. Okay. Yeah. 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 You know how big of a David Beckham fan I was. Yeah. And uh, and Diego Simeone stitched him right up at that World Cup, and I wasn't a happy camper. And just on the basis of that, I thought, you know what, Diego? You can go out with the also rants. You're out of here. Good luck, Diego. But what I will say is, definitely a hard man. And I've heard a couple of stories from that Atletico Madrid changing room. And boy, boy, all assumptions, the, the hairdryer and more goes on in that changing room. Oh, I'd say so. And a lot more, I'd say. Yeah. Speaking of David Beckham, I'm sure boots fly in that dressing room at times. I'm thinking yeah. Kieran on Trippier sitting in the corner going, Newcastle want me? I'm out of here. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I'll pay Ryanair for my own flight. <laughs> yeah, sometimes you look at these and you go, how did he even arrive there? Like He's the furthest thing away from a Diego Simeone player. Yeah. Like, you know, but uh, yeah, interesting. Yeah, no, that's a great, great 20. Um. I'm not far off yet. There's a couple of changes in this one. So this is where our episode is going to get very interesting. So I started out number 11. And again, I don't know whether this was my head or my heart. I went with Julian Dix. <laughs> the reason I went with Julian Dix is because he was a sound of signing and I'm not having any of that. You're out of here. <laughs> now, our Graham is a friend of mine. So you don't be going in on Graham like that, yeah? Listen, we all have our crosses to bear, and I ain't carrying that one. Uh, number 12. You won't be happy with this one at all. Nemanja Vidic. I have in at number 12. Um, uh, that's fairly high up the list. It is high up the list. Um, it is high up the list, but having said that now, I have your boy Wayne Rooney further down the list, so I can't be accused of being the biased, unbiased opinion here. Would you have had would you have had Rooney against Vidic in a scrap? I think I would have took Rooney, yeah. Would you really? I would, yeah, because I, I, I think what happened, I could see Rooney going in for the spear to get him on the ground, and I think once he has him on the ground, Rooney's winning that. Because Rooney has that kind of little sort of American, you know that? You know that amateur wrestling stocky little build? He was as square no, as he was no, tall. That square shoulder. Yeah, yeah, but he was as wide as he was tall. Whereas Vintage always looked to me, he wasn't always that naturally sort of like, you know, he wasn't always that comfortable sort of player, if you know what I mean, a la Torres, torturing him a little bit. And I think if he's a little bit weak that way at all, I think a Rooney taking you down in the spear, get you down, I think you'd have problems. So... But look, these are all hard men. There's no doubt about it. Yes, um, it's just your levels. Or, you know, yeah. Next up, I had Joe Jordan um, yeah. and, and Greg from On the Slab and Retrotainment reminded me of Gattuso's headbutt on Joe Jordan back in the day. Yes. Interesting That's one that I had forgotten about till Greg refreshed my memory. But I have Joe Jordan in there. Um, next up at 14, a man you had well up your list, Joey Barton. Um, yeah. I, I don't think he's as weak as you think, but I still think he was weak enough not to make the cut there. Next up at 15, I Terry Butcher. I have him at 15, so Terry mm -hmm. makes the halfway point. Because I, I don't know if you're recognised as a hard man because you're drenched in blood. 
I don't know. I'd say it's a pretty good bleeding yard. <laughs> I don't know. I think hard men don't get broke up. I think hard men do the breaking up. So let's see. But yeah, I have him in there anyway. And I know people are going to come at me on that. And I know, as we said, he was a hard man. Next, I agreed with you, Patrick Vieira. I think there's only one winner in that tunnel if it kicks off. Um, and after Patrick Fieri, I had Wayne Rooney. Okay. At 18, this is one that you're, you're not going to agree with either. This is the almost of this match. Because of height. Slatan Ibrahimovic, I put in there. I don't know. With him as well, I think there was a kind of a nasty streak to him as well. But I think those guys on this list, as you said, I would fancy against them. Hmm. Even, even, even with all his black belts. Yeah, see, I think he's a, leg- I think he's a legitimate hard man with the black belts. You know, like I think we're we're talking about some of these guys, like they, you know, like we've seen him do it already. I think Zlatan with a black belt has done it to a certain degree. Yeah. You know. I don't know. I see those black belts and Cobra coin. They get smashed up, so I'm not too sure. I'm not convinced. <laughs> but we shall see. I know you'll have them further down the list. There's no doubt about it. Um, next up, I had Big Sam Allardyce. So I agreed with you on that one there. Um, and I rounded out 20 with 80. Same as yourself. I had him in there as well. Um, with you? 80. 80. Akafenwa. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, so he's in there as well. So it comes down to the final 10. So here you have to give me six and yes. then our four go into the, the elimination round, if you like. Yeah. So give me give me three and I'll give you three and we'll work down through the six, yeah? Right, okay. Right, so a 21. Who's going out at 21 after putting in a good night's work? Gennaro Gattuso. Okay. Um, hard man. Pretty hard man, but I look at the guys in the list and I just go, I fancy them all more than him. Soyuz again. Soyuz is a is a big one. <laughs> hard yeah. In the yeah. Soyuz, big one. And I just think there's a little too much on, on little Gennaro's shoulders to, to take, you know. He's the Jamie Noble of this one, isn't he? Yeah, he is. Yeah, he's taking a couple of power bombs, isn't he? Absolutely. And yeah. um, next it's Next, it's Julian Dix. Um, okay. I do like Julian, I have to say. What a man for a penalty, by the way. Took some serious penalties. Never put the ball anywhere other than down the middle at, like, the absolute rocket speed that he could hit at. Badoom. Keeper knew where it was going. Tried to stay on his feet. Still wasn't stopping it. Love it. Absolutely love it. Um, so, Julian goes out there then, yeah? Yeah. Um and then to round out these three, I have Nemanja Vidic. Okay, so I mean we weren't poles apart. We're not poles apart. Well, we're listen. So what what was your thinking on putting Vidic out at this point? Again, I just look at what I have in front of him, and I'm like, I think at this point your race is ran. You know, you can. I can't look at it any other way. Like, you know what I mean? It's just just the way I have it. Okay. Interesting. So that's your tree. Yeah. I'll give you my tree from 21 to 23 coming up in terms of eliminations. At 21, 
the man with the most famous drop kick in the Premier League, Eric Cantona. Okay. At Twenty-one. Um, again, you could you could make a case to have him further down the list. There's absolutely no doubt about it. Um, at twenty-two, the psycho himself, Stuart Pearce. Um, and at twenty-three, Gattuso. I agreed with you on that one. Again, I was I was I was thinking of size outweighs little hard men. So that was that was my three: Eric Cantona, Stuart Pearce, and Gennaro Gattuso. Okay, you so know. you want three more? Yeah, give me your next three because we're getting into the business end of this Royal Rumble now. We're 40, 40 minutes in, we are here now. Gorilla Monsoon and Jesse Ventura are perplexed at this stage. Yeah. Um. Now I'm gonna go for Terry Butcher. Okay. Um. You know, tough man, really hard man. This could have been this position or the next one could have swapped. But this is the level where I have him. This is probably just outside the final four where he is. You know, and, and this is I feel like this is a good spot for him to go out at. And after Terry, I have a man, yeah, that you've already named on your list. And, and it's now at the point where he's on my list. And... When the seagulls follow the troller, it is because they know sardines will be thrown over the fucking top rope, pal. You're out. <laughs> You're out of here. <laughs> so we'll drink our drink, our drink to Eric the King, the King, the King. But unfortunately, Eric, it won't be your night this time. You ain't king of the ring this night, baby. <laughs> you aren't going to be. And my my fifth out. Yeah. Yeah. My fifth out is one psycho Stuart Pierce. Okay. Interesting. Yeah. Interesting. So I'm gonna I'm gonna summarize that we've got three guys in our final four that are the same. I don't think we've three. We've I definitely I would de- say we have two. We've definitely got two, but I thought we'd train now, I have to be honest. But anyway, yeah. go on. So, right, so my, my final three eliminations and getting down to the final four. At 24, a man who was out of here and properly out of here from Cork, you'll be delighted to hear. Roy Kane, out of here, gone. You walked out on the country, so you ain't that hard. The man who didn't want to play football on tarmac. How hard were you? <laughs> yeah. Putting it out there. Uh, at 25, which would be a shock to our Chelsea viewers, Diego Costa, out of here. At 25. I think you had him deep, man. That deep. I don't know. I think when he lost the head on the pitch, he kind of put a bit of fear to me as well. I, I, the, the fear with him is that once he starts, he wouldn't stop. He's the guy, if he's number five in the ring, he puts the other four out over the top rope and he's sitting on the turnbuckle like Stone Cold waiting. He just has that kind of nasty little streak to him. Um, and at 26, a man who um, I'm really fond of, John Hartson, um, goes out at 26. I think he's tough as nails. I, I get your point about kicking a man when he's down. But any man who beats cancer to me is tough. He is absolutely one tough son of a bitch. 
um, just thought that was a little bit cowardly, just a little bit, especially when had the bloke stood up, he'd still have only been to your fucking waistband. Yeah. That's, you know, just a little bit. I, I would say on that day, he was antagonised as well, in fairness to Mr. John Hart. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely, yeah. yeah. We might so, find out shortly. So, my friend, we're down to the final four. Um, and anyone who's been following the episode will have a fair idea who our final fours are. Um, this is this is tough stuff, isn't it? This is main event on the zone and stuff like that, isn't it? This is this is big in the game here now. Give me your four. So my four are Vinnie Jones, yeah, Duncan Ferguson, yeah, Zlatan, and Roy Keane. Right, so I'm thinking in those four, the pairings is Jones and Keane are going to go at it and Slatan will go at it with Dunk. Just to measure out the heights. Right. Well, maybe. Right, right well, my final four, of course, were Vinnie Jones and Duncan Ferguson. Mm-hmm. But I had Diego Simeone in there and I had Scott Brown. They're my right. final four. Um, so, there you go. So, who takes it out of those four? Well, the next one out on my list, again, just because we're starting to get to the business end of proceedings. And you know when you know when she tells you size doesn't matter? She's lying. lying. <laughs> it does. So that little man who I don't like very much from County Cork, which I do like very much. Great place. Holiday there all the time. What a beautiful spot. Fabulous people. It's a shame your cult hero is a little gremlin. Um, Roy, take your little leprechaun bag and get out of our ring. You're fired. Man, I, I'm, I'm surprised you had him so far up the list. In the last few episodes now, for a guy who you're not really endeared to, you're speaking very fondly of. <laughs> oh, no, I told you, it's respect. Yeah. But this, like, and it, it pains me to do it, actually. But I make these decisions with my head and not my heart. That's the problem. Okay. You know, I don't allow myself to get my personal feelings in the way. Because if I did, Roy would have been out just after Morelles and Bleed and Hajj the Uff. <laughs> <laughs> Interesting. Right. Uh, Keep me going here now. Let's go. There's three left. Yeah. And I think at this stage, Vinny and Dunk have a look at the Giants Latin and go, we need to get rid of this guy. We're going to tag team this guy and then it's going to be left to me and you. Yeah? Yeah. So I think Vinny and Dunk cross over the hands and clothesline him over the top rope and he lands on his feet. Fixes his hair, winks at the timekeeper and walks to the back to collect a load of knickers. He doesn't hang on to the ropes and keep the feet off the floor and get back in with one of those loops. <laughs> the ropes would have to be 15 feet up in the air. <laughs> this is your dual black belt. What are you doing? <laughs> I, just, I just think, I think, 
I think the boys just have a little bit much about them. Yeah, I think so, yeah. I think you know? So. Yeah. So that would leave me with Vinny and Big Dunk in last. Do you want to give me two? I can give you two, yeah. I, I, went, I went in a similar vein. Um, okay. I don't know. I think what happened was Scott Brown in the corner lined a few punches into Diego Simeone and then goes off and does that kind of strut that he does. And while he's doing that strut, big dunk grabs him by the arse cheeks and the hair straight over the top rope and gone. No room for bragging to the crowd and this and playing up to the crowd. So, right. so Scott Brown goes out. Duncan then turns to Diego Simeone, Diego Simeone and goes, you know, we need to get Vinny out of here. Have you seen those movies and all? You have to be very careful here and all. So they take out Vinny Jones and Vinny Jones goes out. What? So my final two was Duncan Ferguson and Diego Simeone. Duncan Disorderly and Diego Simeone. Yeah. Jesus, you really shat the bed on Simeone, didn't you? I did. You've got him in there. Well, geez, he's in deep there, man. i got to tell you, though. He's a handsome devil, Simeone, isn't he? You think? <laughs> Never seen him in the gear on the sideline with the suit on, you just think. Yeah. I wouldn't even feel that bad if he was banging me wife. <laughs> I don't know about that. He has a face like he used bag of trails. <laughs> <laughs> right, so. Will I? Do you want to know who goes out next, or do you want the story? You can give me the story, but you, you'll have to give me the winner as well, because whoever goes out next, that's your winner then, isn't it, Alfred? Yes, that's so that it's, it's, it's more of the same. So, so here's the problem, right? When I was a little ankle boyer, I know we mentioned a story similar to this a few weeks ago, but I was playing football for a team, and we went away to play a couple of games against... Uh, a team in Liverpool one weekend, little competition, you know? Yeah. It was in about 1994, so I'd have been 10. And we were staying in a beautiful hotel. It was called The Moat House. And at that stage, it was one of the big hotels in Liverpool. And a lot of the footballers used to frequent here after the football matches. Now, on the day in question, we met quite a few footballers. We met Ian Rush, who I told you got a little bit rowdy and a bit lippy with a, with a, bar, with a bar girl. And we met a, a Danish substitute goalkeeper by the name of Michael Stensgaard. Yes. Yeah. Um, and one of the other guys we met was Big Dunk. Duncan Disorderly. And at this stage, Big Dunk was actually on a driving ban. He'd just been done for something, speeding or drinking or something. And he wasn't allowed to drive. So his agent actually kind of was around with him having a few beers in the mount house that night. So we met Dunk and we asked Dunk for a few pictures and of course he obliged. And then we asked for an autograph and he obliged. Then Dunk asked us, how many is this there, lads? And he says, you know, 16 or 18 of us. And Dunk said, round up the boys and on meet in the car park. Right. Okay, Dunk. Dunk proceeded to make his uh, his agent give us trips around the car park in his very expensive Porsche. Very nice. 
right? And after he'd done that, Dunk brought us out the front door of this beautiful hotel and he brought us two doors down to the left to McDonald's and bought nearly 20 kids from Dublin happy meals and ice creams. Dunk, what a guy. So Dunk has to be my winner. Very good. Great story. Dunk, Dunk just got Vinny at the end and he went, Vinny, I'm doing it for the Wayans. And he dumped Vinny out on his head. Now, when you started the process of this, was Dunk the winner right from the beginning? He Was he taken off the list and parked or did you have to work towards that? No, we'd have, he'd have always been in the top four for me. He'd be always in the top four. Yeah. yeah. Well, I, I've, um, I've a similar result. Diego starts bragging to the crowd and then Dunk sends him flying out of the ring as well. And Duncan Ferguson is the winner for me as well. Well, wouldn't you know it, huh? There you go. We did all right there, didn't we? And that's a Liverpool man. <laughs> Liverpool man. Yeah. Yeah, El so, Great lad he was. Looked so, after us. So we, we nearly arrived. We arrived at the same winner. And paid we weren't... For, paid for the McDonald's with a check. Yeah. Huh? Wonder did a cash. <laughs> so how much how much would 20 males for, for, for 20 kids at this stage would have been then what are you talking about then probably what 120 quid she probably not stuck even, that in the portion no, juice no 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 not even that I'd say you were talking he got us all a happy meal and he got us all one of them ice cream sundaes so a ton 80 bills maximum okay, okay. and he wrote the boys a check so because I didn't get the mail and the ice cream that day, I'm only putting him in there because I reckon he was the hardest on the list. You're putting him in there because he bought you McDonald's. And gave us a little trip around this uh, well, in around this car park in his Porsche. Yeah. Little little red with the black soft top and everything. Remember like the old ones? Yeah, yeah. The, the old 911 with the, with the spoiler yeah. that comes up when you're mounting. Beautiful with the wing and all. Beautiful. Yeah, and your man putting two and three of us in the front seat of this Porsche to do a little whip around the car park for us. Yeah, after having, few, after having a few shandies. Unbelievable. What was and the big, reds? Was it Dunk one? I couldn't tell you. And Big Dunk just standing there having the crack with his like, you know. Yeah. Now, this was a guy at this stage who'd come down from Edinburgh and who was or from Glasgow and had uh, was was awaiting, you know, a visit to Her Majesty. Because he was about to go to jail, don't forget. <laughs> So maybe he was dealing. He wasn't with, getting knighted. <laughs> maybe he was dealing for the image, but it, it worked either way. Dunk, I'm a fan. Absolutely. Well, listen, we asked the boys who um, occasionally appear on the show to send us in their final fours and their winners. So we got them in from Ted and Greg from Retro Time and head over to their channel there on YouTube. Their new channel doing really, really well and support it. And we also got Ian to send in from Dynamo's doesn't of course a Chelsea boy in. He sent in his picks as well. So we'll start with Ted. Ted's if final. Diego cost it in the final four. There's going to be trouble. I'm not even going to comment till I get there. But oh, uh, but oh. listen, listen. There's a trend here. We're talking two Man United fans and a Chelsea fan. So there is a trend, and we have to take that into account. So Ted, who we know, um, mm. sometimes is very interesting in his picks in football with Wolves potentially in the top six this season. But he put out his four. His four were noble. 
in the final oh. four. Noble in the final four. Gattuso, Agifemwa, and Vidic. That's what, that's what his final four were. And out of his final four, who would you say took the win? Had to have been Vidic, now on Ted. Spot on, 100%. So out of that whole list of 30, Britain's hardest was Vidic. There you go, in this Royal Rumble. Greg, um, Greg had uh, some interesting picks. He did mention that the headbutt on Joe Jordan. So I'm not sure whether he wanted to relive that moment again. But Greg's final four was Slatan, Joe Jordan, Big Dunk, and Gattuso. So who did he Greg? Had two of the boys all he had. Yeah. So who did uh, who did Greg go with as the winner? I reckon Greg went for Zlatan, you know. He did. Went over the top ropes, didn't touch the floor, spun back up and in over the ropes and took the win. Good tell man, you what, Greg. Good slabs in the dark, weren't he? Yeah, absolutely. We should mention as well, Greg does be on the on the slab as well out there on the channel. Give that support. The horror channel out there as well. So make sure you go over and give a support. Let's get on to Ains. Ains final four. Slatan, Big Dunk, Diego Costa, and John Hartson. Now, we know that Ian is also a Celtic boy, so John Hartson was going to be in there as well, wasn't it? So I wonder how many heartstrings he was pulling on there. I'm assuming with Ian, it came down to Diego Costa and John Hartson, seeing as I know Ian being a Chelsea boy and a big Celtic boy. That's who I assume would be his final two out of those four. So, well, you know winner, obviously, don't you? Well, who are you going for as the winner? Oh, John Hartson. No. Diego Costa. Stop, will you? Diego Costa's Ian's winner of the Football Royal Rumble. That was his pick. Now, before I go anywhere, Mark couldn't join us tonight. I want to pull up Mark's. Before we go anywhere, let's not mention Ian may or may not have been involved in that spray painting incident outside <laughs> the Goodison Park this evening, which said Pereira out Lampard in. That's how hard in the game Ian is with <laughs> LC. <laughs> Hang on now. Wait, let's see. I want to find. Okay. Um, what did Mark? <laughs> uh, the trial was a curveball here. Yeah, it, it's an interesting one. Uh, uh, <laughs> yeah, it, it's an interesting one, right? Mark went with Mark went with Big Dunk, Vinnie Jones, Joe Jordan, and Pepe. And his reasoning for keeping Pepe in there was he said he was like Eddie Guerrero. He liked to lie, cheat, and steal. <laughs> and that's an interesting description there. And he went for his winner as Big Dunk as well. So Mark agreed with us. So there's a trend here. Big Dunk seems to be the man at the moment. Um, Go on, Dunk. <laughs> and he said, he said on a, on, a, on a side note, he could have also went for... Uh, uh, his close, his close calls to the the, the big four, <laughs> which were nowhere near ours. Yap Stam, Big Sam, and Terry Butcher. <laughs> so there you go. So those those are marks. I thought I should have been there. He couldn't make it tonight, obviously. So shout out to Mark there. Yeah, so interesting one. So he went with Big Dunk, but he had Pepe in there to do the Eddie Guerrero, the light chain and steel. What what's thoughts on that? Yeah, I like that idea. Good description, yeah. isn't it? It's a good description. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You could see him with a little bit of a little stringy hair coming down over his thing and 
giving it to yeah. you, hair flick and all. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> there wouldn't, there wouldn't, be, there wouldn't be much flag. stringy hair coming out of Pepe. <laughs> 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 Well, there you go. That's our football Royal Rumble as brought to you from the BT Sport list. Um, give let me, us give me on. your Royal Rumble winner on Saturday night. Brock Lesnar. That's who you're going for? Brock drops the belt to Bobby, enters into the Rumble, and they fixed that path to WrestleMania. Brock versus Reigns that got messed up because of COVID at day one. I think they're going to have to correct that. I think the Rollins match is a crowbar throwaway. And who does Lashley end up with in Mania? I don't know. They'll probably crowbar something else. Okay. Don't know. That's that's my thinking at the moment. That's just that's what I went for. You'll, you'll, you can check it out. I think it's going up tomorrow on Ian's channel. Either tomorrow or Friday, you'll see our preview that we did in it. Some interesting betting as well. Some interesting odds. There you go. Yeah. That's that's not who I think will win. So who do you think's gonna win? I think this Saturday night is going to be phenomenal. AJ Styles. I think AJ is going to walk out of there on Saturday night with a title shot. At Mania. I think that's a stretch. Just the guy who's been propping up NXT. I don't know. I think I think he's I think he's been doing, you know, a phenomenal for, stuff. A bit for his profile, you know. I think yeah. AJ very clever. You're probably due a title shot at Mania if you've been betting or if you've been if nursing almost. As they did once, right? Yeah. Yeah, and I think they've freed him up just in time. They've kept him out of the main event picture. So that it will be somewhat of a shock when he does win it. Um, you know, he's obviously been on NXT with Grayson Waller and stuff like that. I think this is AJ's time to shine. And I think we could end up with babyface AJ Styles versus Roman Reigns at WrestleMania. Interesting. And we know Ronda Rousey in terms of the women's one, so that, that's nearly common knowledge at this stage by the looks of things. Um, who Who's your show for the Forbidden Door then? Who's this huge star returning potentially or coming through this Forbidden Door? Who are you predicting for that? Um, I, I genuinely think... I don't think it'll happen. But... If it did happen, I think it's Cody. Cody? Yes. Jeez. That's an interesting one. I think because, you know, there were times when Cody was was over, you know? Mm. Cody was part of Legacy and stuff like that. And he was a tag champ. He was an intercontinental champ and stuff like that. And, he was dashing. Cody. He was dashing. He was dashing. Cody's still in good nick. He still goes. You know, um, I think there's a lot of, I think there's a lot of things that would say Cody would be the best fit for this. I think if you're bringing a Jericho with the man boobs in, that is going to look shocking. 
Not if they're sitting in behind an AEW t-shirt. Yeah, I don't. I don't see it. No. I have to say, I, I personally don't think we'll see it either way. But I think there's something to say if if it was going to happen, it would have to be someone who who WWE and can could both respect and both entrust to do the job that they were supposed to do, you know, that there was yeah. no, there wasn't going to be any backhanders here or there, you know what I mean? And I think obviously with, with Dusty's legacy and stuff like that with, with Vince and with WWE and obviously with NXT and they've still got the Dusty Rolls Classic and all that going on at the minute. I think it would lend itself to to being Cody, you know? Okay. I just wonder, would Cody be big enough? I mean, they're talking about someone kicking this door clean off the hinges. Is Cody big enough for that? Would Cody go back as well after all that stuff with the, the family name and the Rhodes thing and all that happened? And I know never say never, but is his, is, his, is his wound cut deeper than most? No, I don't know. I think that I think Cody's a guy who could do it for business purposes. Yeah, I don't think Cody's a hothead, so to speak. I think he could be, you know, he could be clever and he could go. This could be one of the biggest things that's ever happened in in pro wrestling, and for me to be part of that could go a long way to cementing my legacy, so to speak. Mm. And maybe you know, a couple of years down the road, if Cody ever wanted to have a little sabbatical and a little title run. Vince might go, you know what, I'll facilitate your scenes, what you did. and You know, that's what we think. You, you don't think there's a chance we might see a, a, a classic favourite of ours? You don't think the tribal chief might be confronted by the, the, the high chief, the current high chief in Hollywood, no? You don't think there's any chance of that happening? Um... Because they, they are they are marketing this like this is going to be monumental. Yeah, and like you know, but, like I'm a Cody not, Ro- I'm a Cody Rhodes fan, but I don't know how big I, the pop for that out of me would be Saturday I'm, night. I'm looking at it from a from a forbidden door. We talk about from a wrestling point of view, not necessarily from a an outside type of view. Mm. You know what I mean? Um. Listen, this this has been on the table with The Rock for the last 24 months. Um, but it was pied off a couple of times because of COVID and stuff like that, basically. Um, I've heard that there was issues with the with the timetable now and with Rock's schedule. But we also heard the year that, that Ronda popped out at the Rumble that she was in Columbia uh, mm. videoing something or recording something and all of a sudden she was, she was there and, you know, so we, we only need to borrow him for an hour. Then he can do it. it. Then he can do what he wants to mania. <laughs> that's it. Yeah. Well, you're gonna need to build it a little bit more than that, aren't you? Yeah. Absolutely. You're Should gonna need a couple of Monday nights. Yeah. You'll have to check out our um check out our um our episode myself and Ian that we did because I put a few layers of dynamic into the Royal Rumble on things that may or may not happen. And I also did a little kind of, not a beat the bookie, but we went through some of the pricing and stuff like that. It's very interesting. The one thing I did put out there, Michelle McKill entering the Women's Royal Rumble. We know that Undertaker's going to be on hand there that night. The talk is he may be there because he might be recording stuff in relation to the 2K game that's coming out. Um, Mm -hmm. Not too sure. But if the dead man is backstage, does the bike get rolled out again and does... Wrestling's version of Sons of Anarchy hit the ring. Who knows? 
we shall see. Yeah, it should be interesting. Well, listen, pleasure having you on for the show. I hope our viewers enjoyed it. We're going to be doing more fun shows like this. We have a couple of really good fun Champions League ones coming up over the next few weeks as we head back into the Champions League in February. Um, so they be, should be some interesting ones. We'll keep you posted on them. Let us know your picks. Who would have won your football Royal Rumble? And also let us know on the 30-man list who's the players you think didn't make the list. Who have we missed out on? No doubt there's a couple of hard guys out there that would be disappointed they didn't make the list. We did have some honorable mentions. Obviously, John Terry, Rio Ferdinand. Strange Rio wasn't on it. He's a BT guy as no, well. No, why would Rio be on it? He's an absolute bag of fizz. <laughs> Jesus Christ. How are you a Man United fan? If you're going to put Rio on it, where's Tony Adams? True. Martin Keown. Nigel Winterbourne. Steve Bold. Lee Dixon, David Seaman, like, you know, the Arsenal back line at one stage was... Have you moved your allegiance to London all of a sudden? What's going on no, with you I here? Well, I, like, again, I've got to run with the title they're giving me. They're like football's hardest men. If Rio mm. Ferdinand is in football's hardest men, you know, I, I need me jocks with bleeding ketchup next week live <laughs> on the match. Fuck you, know. Sauce those babies up, baby. Well, listen, folks, until next week, it's been an absolute pleasure. Don't forget to join us either Thursday or Friday. We'll be dropping the latest transfer show with myself and Darren going through all the latest transfers as we take along. And I, I suppose on Monday, we don't have a Monday mashup, but we will be doing a countdown to deadline day, won't we? Because deadline day is Monday, ain't it? We will probably be live on Monday, Noel. Yeah, we will be live on Monday on YouTube, I'd imagine. Suited and booted. Suited, absolutely. So that should be an interesting show. The last one created a little bit of controversy, no doubt about it. But what are you expecting? A lot of a lot of transfers to go through between now and then? Has it waned off a little bit? Are people backing off a bit? I think we'll see at least 10 good ones before then. <sighs> That'd be nice. decent ones. Well, there's the boy today at, at Newcastle, you know. He came yeah. from nowhere. And all of a sudden, it's job done. Mm-hmm. You know? I think if Tottenham get the two boys in, Adama... And the boy uh, Diaz, there's two more. I think Newcastle will probably get another pair. I think United might get one, and um, because I think we'll see Van der Beek and and Lingard step out. You know, that's another, that's another two. Yeah, so I think we're. I think we'll get ten decent ones. Yeah, means to be a busy four or five days. He didn't. That's it. Until next time, folks, this has been the Upper Tier, your football royal rumble with the 30 hardest men in football. Till next time, we'll talk to you real soon.